This is another in MacWorld series of MacWorld Expo podcast, part of our week-long coverage of the most exciting Apple event of the year. In the next few minutes, you'll hear from some of the best and brightest in the industry, including MacWorld editors and the movers and shakers in the Apple universe. And now, this episode's guest host. MacWorld Podcast, MacWorld Expo Special Edition for Thursday, January 17th, 2008, sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. Macworld Podcast listeners can get a free audiobook now at www.audiblepodcast.com slash Macworld. Welcome to Macworld's Macworld Expo Special Edition Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Breen. We're past the halfway point of the biggest week in all things Apple. If you've just awoken from a much-needed 92-hour nap, you'll want to travel to Macworld.com and take a listen to the panoply of podcasts we released during the past couple of days. For something a little bit more up-to-date, we turn to this episode's host. Welcome back to the Macworld Podcast, live on the Macworld Expo show floor. I'm Philip Michaels, the executive editor at Macworld.com, and... A lot of media types cover the show, of course, Macworld editors, uh, folks from technology websites, mainstream press, but no one quite covers the show like our next guest, who is the editor-in-chief of CrazyAppleRumors.com, John Moltz. John, welcome to the Macworld podcast. Welcome to Macworld Expo. Thanks for having me. Um, your take on some of the announcements that Steve Jobs made uh, this week at Macworld Expo. Well, I think it was a pretty solid uh, delivery, and I think there were some really neat things that he announced. Uh, I was a little bit surprised, though, by my experience when I actually got down to the showroom floor and was mm-hmm. able to touch the MacBook Air, because it really didn't come across in the presentation. But if you get down and you actually hold one of these things, it's actually just a couple of pieces of cardboard um, they, that they spray-painted silver and then duct taped together. And then what they've done is they've taken a printout of a leopard screen and just sort of taped it on the inside. And I really I didn't understand during the presentation that that's what he meant by solid-state technology. Uh, that was a little more solid-state than I was thinking it was going to be. Um, but I do have to say that uh, it, it because of that, it, it gets really great battery life. Well, sure. That, that That's not really a feature that the cardboard component that's been covered by a lot of other uh, uh, publications. How, how did you happen to... Uh, 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 I sort of, I, uh, I actually uh, put one of them in my mouth and mm. I could tell that, that it was actually cardboard and not... Uh, kind of soft and yeah, yielding. Yeah, after, like after the, I chewed on it for a little while, it, it sort of right, it sort of gave in and, uh, and I, could, I could see that it was just corrugated with cardboard. Ha, have you spoken to the Apple executives about the reason for going with cardboard as opposed to a more traditional uh, metallic substance? I tried approaching several of them, but they just, they ran off like some scared little bunnies. Well, perhaps it's a, it's a supply issue. How about the... Um, the rentals that were announced also at the uh, Steve Jobs keynote. Well, I rentals found it, I, now available from the right. iTunes movie store, of course. Right. I noticed that some of the complaints about the uh, the rental system were based on the 24-hour viewing policy. In other, right. in other words, you have to watch the movie within 24 hours. Once you start watching it, yeah. And, and what people uh, were, some people were saying was that was because of the a concession to the cable companies that the movie industry had to do because the, in uh, the cable industry, pay-per-view is generally for 24 hours as well, and they didn't want uh, the iTunes movie rentals to be something that was longer than that. 
but what I actually found out was that it, it's um, it's simply because you have to get the movie back to Apple so that they can rent it again to somebody else. Hmm. Um, there's only a, a limited number of copies, and so you have to turn it around and, and get it back to them so that they can ship it out. Now, do you have to physically return it to Cupertino yourself? No, it's or? all done. It's all done wirelessly. Oh, but um, uh, but well, one but thing that Apple has uh, is, is going to be asking people is, is to be kind and to rewind the movie before you send it back. Now, is the rewind feature built into iTunes 7.6? Have you it had it? Is yeah. So once you get that, once you get that download, you'll be able to do that. It takes you know, it takes it takes twenty minutes or something to rewind one of, a longer one of the movies. Sure. And what if you miss out on that twenty-four hour window, or uh, heaven forbid, don't rewind the uh, the digital uh, rental? Uh, well, if you're familiar with Mission Impossible, uh, uh, you know your your laptop will self-destruct. Oh, that's that's quite gruesome. I, yes. I'm, I'm sure Apple will get some complaints about that when users uh, discover that feature. It's it's but it's yes, but it's all in the license agreement. So uh, you really want to click through and read that in uh, in the read the fine print. Um, it's all there in black and white. Always good advice, and I do have to say that I'm not seeing a lot of the, this kind of information at the other uh, Mac sites. So um, credit to just, credit to Crazy Apple Rumors well, for uncovering all Thank you. This. And some people just don't dig underneath the surface. And, and go to the links that I go to, such as actually tasting the products. Yeah, you don't really see a lot of tasting on the on the. Show. No, and they, they really don't like that. Except that's, that's, prob- that's probably one of the why. One of the reasons why. Now you've been on the show floor. Uh, we're, we're it's Thursday as we're recording this. You probably spent two days on the floor. Uh, how about rumors that you've been hearing, or the buzz on the show floor? Any? Uh... Well, it's funny that you know here we are. It's, it's only Thursday, uh, MacWorld 2008, and people are already talking about rumors from MacWorld 2009. And one of the rumors that I've been hearing is about uh, how Apple is going to turn yet another industry on its head next year. And what they're what the rumors are saying is that they are going to introduce a new technology that will affect the printer business, and the technology is ink over IP. And what, over IP. Yes, I mean, if you're familiar with the way the printer business works, what they do is they give you, you know, a sort of a reduced rate on the printer in order to lock you into buying the printer cartridges from them at exorbitant prices over and over again. Sort of the razors and razor blade yeah, uh, that Gillette has used exactly to great success for many years. Uh, and uh, Apple is basically going to going to. Uh, make this all go away and uh, probably put a lot of companies out of business uh, by delivering this technology that when you can basically just get the amount of ink that you need and it will be wirelessly downloaded to your printer, which of course will be your Apple printer, which of course will be small and shiny. Now, is there a risk of having messy, inky hands because of that technology? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, sometimes there's a small mist that uh, floats through the air, but it's it's usually it's spread so fine over uh, over your your house that you really won't notice it. Yes. It might be a little slick. That is, that it, is yeah. fascinating. You might want to dab knowledge. that. You might want to dab it down afterwards just to make sure you're, if you've got kids running around that they don't fall. But um, any any other rumors on the show floor that you that you've heard of? Uh, there was something about killer robots, but I haven't seen any yet. No, so well, you I'm, never I'm you still, never do see the killer robots no, you, you, until, until until it's, until it's too it's, late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. That's why I always um, I I always look, constantly looking over my shoulders. I had heard that was a last minute uh, Office two thousand eight feature that was dropped uh-huh. actually. Mm-hmm. John. Um, as we were sitting here talking about the show, I, I can't help but get the feeling that you've been pulling my leg this entire time. Uh, I thought I was pulling both of your legs. But uh, I, uh, yes. Uh, but, I, but I can't see under the table, so I'm not really sure what's going on. Ex- well, <laughs> goodness sakes, no one's pulling my leg. But 
As I hope that many of you have been able to tell at this point, yes, we have been having a, a, a good laugh at everyone's expense. And if you can't <laughs> laugh at, at yourself, well, then you're probably composing an angry email right now saying that this is the worst podcast ever. Um, <laughs> Crazy Apple Rumors site, if you haven't visited it, is a, uh, is a delightful site that, and I hope you aren't offended by this, just makes things up. Uh, what? I'm... I think this, this interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, maybe... If takes, I could get out of this booth, it would be over, but I per, don't think perhaps I, takes, I, don't, I don't know how to get out of here. Perhaps takes a kernel of truth <laughs> and then uses hyperbole and uh, uh, satire to... Oh, yeah. That, that, no, that's true. Yeah. That's okay. completely true. Well, uh, now, out of curiosity, have you ever like snuck an actual verified rumor into Crazy Apple rumor site. And you know, I did. Uh, I think it was about the time of the wireless, there was that wireless uh, controversy going on over the, you know, they hijacked, they were saying that they hijacked a MacBook um, and uh, mm-hmm. everybody was you know, wondering if it was a real hijack or if these guys were faking it somehow or if it was not using Apple hardware and that kind of thing. And uh, what somebody had actually emailed me was... Um, about the fact the whole controversy revolved around 8 to 11 um, and somebody emailed me and, and said what's funny about this whole thing is that there is an actual exploit for Bluetooth that nobody seems to be talking about right, right now and so I, I wrote a story about that and that was a that was I think that's about the only thing that comes to mind and, and you posted that that was the reaction to ha ha yeah yeah pretty much yeah pretty much everybody thought that uh, that I was just having fun with them but uh, there, there actually was a Bluetooth exploit that was that was Fixed in a, no, in a, in a, I'm serious. In a release. You yeah. have to. You have to listen to me. I, oh, whatever. I, funny no, man. no. Yeah, I don't really care if people yeah. believe me. I mean, it's all mm. it's all a good fun. Although, actually, I mean, it, some of the the best fun is when somebody doesn't get the fact that it's a joke. Sure. Um, and I've had a number of those where people uh, have placed comments on the site to a, to a post and. And said, "This is you know, this is ridiculous. You're out of your mind. You don't know what you're talking about." And Even still, after I, you've been doing this for five, six, five, years, six years, I was going to say long years, six long years. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And even after all this time, people will still wander in. And yes, the, it's a big world. I don't think the big MacBook Air is so, actually made out of cardboard. Right. You're yeah. having me on. This is a what is this a joke? Yeah. Yes, as a matter of fact, it is a joke. Usually, it is. Yeah. But um, if any Apple. Um, Apple employees are out there, and you've always wanted to leak information. Clearly, we've uncovered <laughs> this is the, the best place we've to unco- do it. Covered the way to do it that you won't run the risk of uh, anyone ever thinking that it's a, yeah. just give it to, right. to Crazy Apple Rumor Site, yep. and no one will it. believe you. No one will believe you. Yeah. Apple Legal probably Everybody's, doesn't even yeah. have you bookmarked. Yeah, they, I did get a call from Apple Legal one time, but it was simply because I had appropriated an image from their <laughs> their website and, and made some some doctoring to it and posted it again and, and they just asked me to remove it so ah. so what I did was I, I drew the image by hand and then put that up now did it, did that request come via email or did you suddenly like open the door and people are uh, it was funny coming was, down from helicopters it was more well no it was so, somewhere in between I uh, actually had a power book in for repair at the time and I and I the phone rang and I looked at it and it said it said Apple on the uh, the caller ID and so I I thought oh great this is about my power book and I picked up the phone and and the woman said, this is so-and-so from, from Apple Legal. <laughs> and I said, I said, hi. And I said, oh, hi. 
is there a problem? So at the end of the call, did they also have information about the power book? Because that would be great multitasking. She, she did not. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> she seemed shame. to just want to get get the situation handled in the most expedient manner possible and get off the phone with me. I handle cease and desist orders, and I <laughs> alert people about their repair status. And I'm not looking for trouble, so I took it down. Well, that's that's good to good to know that you're still up and running. We we had our little uh, fun with the the show announcements earlier, but what do you actually think of the actual products that were not fictionally announced at the show? I think it was a pretty good one. I, I, you know, I've heard various complaints about it. Uh, it it's, it's a tough act to follow last year. Mm-hmm. You can't get an iPhone every year. When you look at the signature products that Apple's released, the Mac, the iPod, and the iPhone, I mean, that's over a span of over 20 years now, and you, you can't, so you're not going to get a back-to-back announcement of something sure. that big. So I thought the, the MacBook Air was a nice you know, sort of follow-up as, lo- as well as the, the movie rentals. And you can argue over the specs and you can argue over the, the terms of how you rent the movies and that kind of thing. But I, overall, I think it was, it was very good. Um, I, I look at the MacBook Air as sort of akin to the original iBook and the Shuffle. And they were sort of devices that were kind of crippled, and people looked at them originally and thought, oh, these things are terrible, they're never going to sell, nobody's going to want to buy one of these things, and lo and behold, people do actually want to buy one of these things, because Apple tends to know what they're doing in most cases, and with a few notable exceptions. Apart from the keynote, um, in your ramblings around the show floor, what have you seen that's, uh, that's caught your eye? Um... There's a lot of great cases for devices. I mean, I, I can't imagine how these people make so much money <laughs> on sell. I mean, how many people, who needs all these these cases for these devices? But there's just about every single case that you could imagine. I think in a, in a certain degree, it's almost like I can't make a decision because there's so many ones that I, that I like. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there would be. Some of the other things that just amaze me about the showroom, being here on the showroom floor is the lengths that people would go to get convention swag. Mm. Um, I just found it kind of amazing that people will actually dance for... Dance for swag? Yeah. I, I was walking by a booth uh, yesterday, and I forget the vendor's name, but they um, they had someone sing. Yeah. Which... It's probably the same booth, I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it may well have been the same booth. Um, and just... <laughs> Good for them. Not not so good for anyone within earshot. If no. I may, if I may be so yeah so bold. I'm not sure why you would have to go through that for a chance to win something. Sure. Um, some final questions here. Uh, getting back to the website, crazyapplerumorsite.com. Uh, stuff at the show that you think uh, going to give you enough uh, enough fodder for the next few months. Yeah. The great thing about being here is being able to to network with people, from my perspective, network with people who have a wealth of stories. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of insights into the personalities of people at Apple. And whenever I can do that, that's just a great help to me in being able to write sort of fictional-based accounts of, of what these these people who work at Apple do on a regular basis, whether it's Steve Jobs or Phil Schiller or anybody else. Um, so being able to get an insight into that is a great opportunity for me one of the reasons why I come here. Have you? This is your second. Uh, this is my second. Yeah, I, I pretended to be here for a number of years and covered it as if I was actually here um, for the first four years of the site. And then last year, I finally decided to um, actually come down and, now, and be here. Here's a, here's an oddly phrased question. 
how, how is it different from uh, being here versus actually pretending to be here? Um, um, what's the experience like? Uh, it's, it's much more tiring. <laughs> there's a lot of walking around. There's a lot of partying. And I'm not getting nearly as much sleep as I would normally get. Uh, but it's great. It's a lot of fun. And it's, it's just a, it's a good time. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed the past couple of days is I still have a power book. And I've been carrying my 15-inch power book around on my, my back for, for quite a bit. And my shoulders are killing me. And I was thinking just yesterday, boy, man, that, that MacBook Air is starting to look pretty nice right about now. They are probably do, if they, if I'm not sure if they're taking orders on the show floor, but they would probably do gangbusters. They probably would. Out of curiosity, on your 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 your, your trips uh, trips out here, have you ever uh, ever actually set foot on the uh, Apple campus? I have. Yeah, it was a number of years ago, back when they still had the the Moof um, dog cow up oh, there, sure. and sure, uh, sure. and all those icons up on the up on the lawn. I think it was '96 uh, or something like that. Um, a long time ago now, before well, well before I had started the site. Um, but that's that's the last time I had, I had been down there. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'm welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would certainly be for an interesting post. I'm, I've heard. I've heard. I'm writing this as security is leading me away. I've talked to some people at Apple, and I've heard that it is one of the more loved and hated sites uh, at Apple. Sure. Um, I think Probably depending, depending on who you talk depending to. Depending on who has a sense of humor. What and who time does of not day have it a is. Sense of humor. Yeah. And most. Of the, and I got to say, most of the most of the executives at Apple that I've talked to have a great sense of humor and just have been really, you know, <laughs> willing to let me poke a little fun at their expense and, and have not taken offense of it at all. Any plans ever to do a, a spinoff site, Crazy Dell Rumors, Crazy I Vista did that. I, that was actually, an April, you know, when April Fool's Day rolls around, I have a tough time thinking of what to do since pretty much every day is April Fool's Day for me. Uh, but one year you I did do... You just run wire copy. I did, I did painfully serious Dell Rumors. <laughs> What was a painfully serious Dell rumor? Um, one was about uh, how Michael Dell was choosing to wear a red tie for the 356th day in a row. <laughs> that was probably one of the more accurate stories you've ever filed mm-hmm. on your on your site. I believe it was. Well, uh, our guest has been John Moltz. You can read his work at Crazy Apple Rumor Site. He's also been filing a few reports from uh, Macworld Expo for Macworld.com, and you can see those, which we'll link to in the show notes. Um, he's been interviewed on, by NPR this week. Yeah. And now fun. he's he's capped off his punditry career by appearing on the Macworld, ex- <laughs> Macworld podcast. And, and like George Costanza, I'm just going to leave on a high note. Yes. That's it. I'm done. It's all, I'm it's all downhill for you from now on. <laughs> You've peaked. That's right. Yeah, I've jumped the shark now. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having me. And that concludes this episode of the special Macworld Expo edition of the Macworld Podcast. I'd like to thank our guests as well as you for listening. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at macworld.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 415-520-9761. This is Chris Breen reminding you that you can find more Apple, Mac, iPod, iPhone, Macworld Expo, and technology news, views, and information at macworld.com. See you next time.